Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing OnboardNWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at OnboardNWA.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. This is a special episode that we're doing today. I'm sitting down with Beatrice Apple and Kim C.A. from BIPOC and Bike NWA. Uh, I met these two ladies when I went out on a BIPOC event in August, downtown Fayetteville. We had an amazing time, got to ride around the center of the city, ride through the historic district and did about a 3.5 mile loop. Uh, We took an amazing photo with a lot of people from all walks of life, from all races in front of that beautiful mural that's right there at the corner of Dixon and college. And I was just blown away by what these guys were able to pull together in a short period of time. And I wanted to share my platform with them to talk about the next event that they're doing. They're doing a BIPOC ride in downtown Rogers on 
Sunday, the 11th of October. So if you're hearing this after that, I'll be sure to put some information in the show notes so you know how to get in contact with these ladies, how you can find out more about what Bike NWA is doing, about any future BIPOC rides. But without further ado, I want to welcome Beatrice Apple and Kim CA to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. How are you guys doing today? Great. Thanks for having us, Randy. Good morning. Doing well. Thank you. Good, good. Yeah, even after some technical difficulties, we finally got together. So let's see if we can if we can make this go. I would love uh, for either Kim or Beatrice to talk about um, this whole BIPOC. What what how did it come about? And um, are you are you uh, now we're in Rogers. You've already done one in Fayetteville at the end of August. How did this start? Yeah, well, um, B and I love riding, and um, I've been riding for a really long time before I moved here to Bentonville over 25 years ago. When I came here, there wasn't um, a mountain bike scene, and then finally when there was about 12 years ago or so, I found myself um, being the only few of women of hardly any and then being the only person of color um, that I saw on the trails. And so I I love mountain biking and <clears throat> fast forward to now, I just really haven't seen many people of color represented on our trails and our trails are are growing tremendously in, in Northwest Arkansas through the help of the Walton Family Foundation and other advocacy groups like Bike NWA. And so I just, it, it just felt like a really good time to uh, introduce this or not introduce it, but to get people of color out on bikes and how best way to do that than to invite people on a ride. And it just also happened to be a very healthy way of getting out from social dist from social isolation with COVID and uh, one of the less riskier ways to get out and be in the public with people wearing your mask and staying that six to 10 feet apart. Yeah. Beatrice, do you want to add anything to that? Um, yeah, I think uh, just being able to, I think there was, you know, like Kim and I have been involved in the bike scene up here for a while. And um, I think at some point we were like looking at each other and being like, um, well, we can continue to lobby for, you know, our organizations from within, or we can like do that and create something new. (laughs) And I guess we looked at each other and we were like, if we're not going to do it, then who is? So we better... (laughs) Yeah, I love that. It, you know, it's one of those. Yeah, field, John field. John Lewis's John Lewis's phrase: "If if not me, who? If not now, when?" Yeah. Just uh, rang out so true for for us. Um, even you know before we started that, but just gave us even more momentum to 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 go for it. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you're and right. We were you're really right. Go ahead. What were you going to say? We were really fortunate to be able to partner with Bike NWA, who also sees a 
um, strive to getting for DEI and getting um, uh, the whole bike scene more inclusive to people, to everybody in our community. So they were really um, champions of us and helping us get this to get this rolling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think yeah for the uninitiated, DEI stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is kind of like the major buzzword now in corporate America. It's in life in general. I mean, people are talking about this and I think you guys have kind of tapped into a nerve that um, needs to be explored uh, and needs to be represented. I I know, I I remember as I looked around at the group, what were the final numbers of the first uh, BIPOC ride? Do you know? I think it was um, about 80 to 100 people. That's yeah. that was our, our range. We knew it was at least eighty. All I can remember is that at one of the crosswalks, I stood there and and me and another biker just so that people could cross over. And we were like, it would seem like we were there. We kept looking at each other, like, should we let these cars go? And and then we still another wave of bikers, another wave of bikers, and the line just got longer and longer behind us. But that was um, it was just fun to see all those people out there. And as I had said earlier, there were. Uh, people from all walks of life. You had kids, you had adults, you had older people. It was just a really nice collection of of folks that I had never seen before. But but and as I said, I was telling Kim earlier that I ride the trails a lot, and I never run into anyone of color on the trails. And uh, and certainly, I think what you guys are doing is important because it does show that, you know, the trails a are for everyone and that there is. A, I mean, this is a biking culture in northwest Arkansas and everybody should take part in it. So, um, yeah, it was great to see the number of people to come out and the and the variety of people coming out and just I mean, the whole idea really was just to bring awareness and to have that energy of all of us coming together for something. So that first one was in Fayetteville and um, we decided that, you know, Northwest Arkansas doesn't comprise just of, of one town. And so B and I, we got so much, um, we had so much feedback afterwards to, to please have uh, another ride or when was the uh, next ride going to be? Yeah. And so we kind of uh, made that decision like, okay, it was, it was great for the people in Fayetteville and those that could commute to the ride. So now let's put it in another city where people can also commute to the ride so that, that um, we grow the awareness, not, just in one town per se, but trying to make it most accessible to another community that may not have bike racks on their cars to be able to get there. So we decided on Rogers for the upcoming October 11th ride. Yeah, that's that's, and I think that's great. I mean, actually, I I've already mapped out my ride. I've, it's going to be about a fifteen mile ride up uh, crossover or two sixty five for me to get up there. But I'm going to do that, so it'll be a long ride for me, but it'll be fun nonetheless. <laughs> so I'm used to some long rides, so that'll be a lot of fun. Just got to watch out and 
all the speeding cars on the road. And that's the other thing, too, I think people don't realize. You know, I hear people talk a lot about riding bikes here, but they're like, well, you know, people aren't usually comfortable around bikes on the road. And I said, well, yeah, you don't have to ride on the road. We have so many trails available. Um, we just finished up an extension of the Greenway. I'm pointing like you can see it, but it's it's uh, right over here on the east side of town by Crossover and uh, Old Wire. And it connects all the way to Gully Park. And uh, for those of that are familiar with Fayetteville. So, I mean, there's really no excuse. Everybody lives within a really short bike ride of the trails. And they can jump on them and go where they want to go, even all the way up to Crystal Bridges, if you're so inclined. So uh, I'm just curious, Kim, I know I was telling B earlier, I, I remember reading an article, I think, about you riding mountain bikes back in the day. Um, what what was a, what originally just spurred your curiosity to to want to get on a bike and do that? Well, I, I got, uh, I moved to Bentonville in the mid nineties Yes, and I moved from, I moved from Atlanta where I got my first mountain bike and got a sample of mountain biking and I was hooked immediately. <laughs> and I moved, I moved to Bentonville and there was no mountain biking scene at all. Right. Um, I had to wait almost another 10 years <laughs> before, before that happened. And and, and finally, I, I got on my my old uh, nice heavy rigid bike and uh, and discovered that that was not going to cut it for our 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 trails even then. And now our trails are like world class and and uh, it's it, you know you don't need a, a super fancy bike to ride on them anymore. Um, but when they were kind of fresh and hand cut kind of thing uh you needed some nice equipment i didn't have any nice equipment um i i, I once again felt left out i am about just just five foot and three quarters right <laughs> under five one and so it was really hard for me to find a mountain bike and also to find a mountain bike that was like good for someone who's had a surgery here or two and yeah. I wanted something cushy with all of the <laughs> suspension. I looked into how much a bike would cost and I was blown away. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like a, the cost of a small so, car. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 getting uh more reasonable now to get um uh Number one, to get a bike that fits multiple sizes, I can easily find a bike now yeah. to fit my size and whatever price range I want. And our trails are built now uh, to where you you can get a basic mountain bike and really enjoy the trails. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, the barrier to entry is definitely a lot lower now than it was before in terms of acquiring a bike. Even when I go online, there, you know, you get a lot of serious bikers here and they like to use a bike for a season and then they sell it and they upgrade and get something else. If you go on Facebook Marketplace, you can find a really good gently used mountain bike or road bike. And the price is typically right. And then if you can take that to 
any one of the amazing bike shops here in Northwest Arkansas. Two that come to mind are Fat Tire and, of course, the bike route where I've gotten most of my bikes from. Big shout out to those guys. But then Bentonville's got several that I'm not really familiar with, but I, I know they come highly recommended. But any one of these bike shops can take a even a gently used bike and turn it into br- practically brand new for you with a good tune-up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it does make a difference. It really does. Um, I noticed that there were a group, and I had never seen this before, but there were a group of ladies on this ride last time. I think it's like a Latina bike group. And uh, and they all had matching gear. I was like, man, this is serious. I felt like I wanted to go home and change my clothes because they looked like they knew what they were doing and that they were they, you know, it was a bunch of them. And and I've since learned a little bit more about them. But do you know about those guys and about their focus on on biking and and possibly encouraging more uh, folks in the Latinx community to get involved with biking? Yeah, so um, the group's Arkansas Latinas Bike, and the founder is Olivia Barraza, and they started, I think, a little over a year ago, didn't they? It's almost, I feel like it's almost two years now. Uh, year ago, May. Yeah, and, um, you know, Olivia, do you know how she first got into biking? Who got her into it? Ah. Uh... I don't even I don't know. I think she had got on the bike and and went to join one of the groups but uh didn't super feel included um in that group. Well, you know, as we all know, like when you get on a bike, it's transformational. And I think Olivia got on a bike and realized like what an amazing um uh, resource and just toolkit to have just to navigate life. Um, and I think she knew how valuable it would be to her specific community. And so in seeing a gap, she was like, this is so amazing that I have to share it. And so that was our, the beginning of Arkansas Latinas. And so like on a, sh- on a shoestring budget and like, you know, fundraising and all kinds of stuff, like grassroots organizing like she was able to put together a group raise some money for cute pink jerseys and you know you know like borrow bikes and do the thing and get her community out and it's it's been really amazing to watch to see how when you get a bike in the hands of a person who's passionate where what it can affect so yeah yeah it takes on a life of its own, I think. So, um, you know, it's one of those things. Cause I remember I rode a lot and then I took off. I mean, life happens, you have kids and all this other stuff and I've just gotten back into it. And I mean, I'm whole bore. I did a, I just recently did a, um, a ride for cancer awareness, raising money for cancer just last month. Um, I committed to riding 300 miles and raised like almost a thousand dollars for, but it was just really good to get that kind of, um, uh, to get that kind of, um, uh, just road time in. And, uh, well, like I said, I think I told you guys, I went out with a good friend of mine, Anthony Sumlin, 
who I've mentioned before on this podcast, but Anthony's been riding for quite some time and he and I went out and, you know, it's kind of nice to be able to schedule get togethers around that. And so now I'm going out on gravel rides and I mean, there's all kinds of organizations and groups. It's not just bike NWA, a lot that are affiliated with bike NWA, but then there's just also there's gravel grinders. I mean, there's a million different opportunities for you to find a couple of people and get out and ride the trails, ride the roads and uh, be safe because you shouldn't. I wouldn't recommend riding by yourself that much unless you're just riding on the the greenway, because at least, you know, you're going to come across other people. But if you are road right riding, you should ride at least with another person in case something happens with you or the bike or anything like that. Would you guys agree? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, you know, if you think about um, if you think about um cyclists and their relationship to cars and the road. I mean, you know, obviously like in America road infrastructure was made for cars. And so when you're in a space where you're, it hasn't been made for you, it's always good to show up with a contingent to basically signal to the cars is that I'm here. We're here. We're humans on these bikes. Like, you know, and you can see the same thing, you know, when we're getting a group of black and brown folks together in force to like show people that we're here, we exist, we're humans. This place wasn't made for us, but it should be. And this is kind of one of the ways we're here to support each other, but also to say we're standing together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, I appreciate that. So, so why don't we, um, I want to just give you guys just a quick, just to kind of share some of the specifics about Sunday's event, because it's I'm going to roll this right out and get it out to people and, and try to push it out on uh, different social media networks today and tomorrow so people can hear this. Obviously, if if for, for first of all, for people that are going to come out on the 11th from three to five to ride with you guys, can you just give us the particulars? Where are they meeting and all of that? So, um, so the ride is October 11, three to five. We're going to be starting at the grass parking lot across from the Rosa Parks mural in downtown Rogers. The average, the address is 225 Walnut and, um, a generous supporter, Hannah Sissioni, who owns that lot. She has allowed us to use it and stage there. Um, so we'll be meeting in that spot and starting, we'll be following the bike NWA slow streets route. It's about 3.5 miles long. And Hannah has also donated a bar tab for us, for anybody who wants to join, um, us post ride for a frosty beverage at Ozark beer. She has very generously offered by folks around. Yes, I don't want anybody to miss <laughs> that bar it. tab, <laughs> bar tab and beer. So that, that's awesome. That's awesome. Socially so, distance, of course. Yes, Everybody absolutely. wear masks. That's yes. also so, important. <laughs> I did. I did read where you want, obviously want people to have masks on before they get there, while they're doing the ride, and then when they come. Because I always ride with a gator, but. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's important just to remind people about that. What What is next for BIPOC after this? I mean, you guys will have had two successful events. Have you thought e- 
further beyond beyond the eleventh, or or what are you hoping uh, happens? Yeah, well, well, uh, gosh, we've 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 been asked that a lot, um, and I think there is an appetite for people to want to do more, and so really the the this these first couple rides are for people to get together and ride and to figure out who's in their community so they can kind of start organic groups of their own. Um, But we're also looking at doing an event possibly like once a month um, to keep this energy and momentum going. Uh, B&I like mountain biking. We've also started getting into gravel riding. Uh, there's also enduro and cyclocross and all and, and road cycling. So there are so many disciplines of cycling you can get to and, and the cruiser bikes just cruising around slow streets. So there's so many different um, disciplines of cycling. And we want to do an event at least once a month. Um, and it may not always be cruising on slow streets, but um, to some extent, some some other event. Um, and so we'll, we'll just keep posting on Facebook for now. But please, um, I encourage people to come out, get out and ride. Uh, meet your meet your neighbors. Um, you know, if you enjoy riding, you know, um, grab a friend that that you might want to go out and ride with. You know, one or two people is really all you need out on the trail. Uh, so it's we're excited. I mean, I and also just getting kids on bikes too. We're looking at education and. And maybe doing something with the community centers in in Fayetteville or Rogers, um, Bentonville, even just to get that introduction to kids. I I've been a NICA coach for this is my fifth year, and again, it just is an area where people of color have been left out, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm actively working to try to figure out how we make that more inclusive, how that gets how more kids who want to ride bikes can ride bikes. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think that's great. So we'll, we'll, uh, and this is my last question. Will BIPOC eventually become some kind of nonprofit or did you already set it up like that? Or is it just the name only for right now? And you'll eventually figure out what the, what the, what it looks like down the road. Um. I don't know. Like we, we have, (laughs) that's a great, that is a great question, Randy. (laughs) Um, I think we see a lot of advantages to becoming a nonprofit um, at some point down the road, especially because we can apply for grant dollars and such. Um, I think it's for us, it's just a question. It's probably more of a question of when do we have the bandwidth to add that layer on versus are we going to do it? Yeah. So I think for us, we we know that there's a lot of benefits, but we also know it's going to be a whole other lo- layer of commitment and involvement above and beyond what we're doing right now. Not just for bike pack, but just you know in our personal and professional spheres. So I got it. I got yes, 
Yeah. Just we're not sure when. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll put myself out there now and just say whatever I can do to help. I would love to uh, be a part of this because I think this is an important movement. And, you know, even as I take my I have three boys, 10, 13 and 15, and I take them out on the trails all the time to ride their bikes. And I just think it's important that everybody should be experiencing that. And so whatever I can do to help you guys out please let me know. Uh, I'll be, I'll be one of your biggest supporters. So. so. I so Thank appreciate you. that. Thank yeah, you. That's not a problem. So, well, folks, there you have it. I, I'm so glad I had a chance to talk with Beatrice Apple and Kim CA from BIPOC. And uh, I think your guys are going to want to take part in this event on Sunday. Let's pack the house. Let's get a hundred plus people on their bikes, riding around downtown Rogers, um, just taking in the sunshine because I think the weather's going to be good. And uh, thanks to the folks over at Ozark Beer, uh, we'll be able to possibly take in some some beer afterwards for those of you that are legally able to do that. So I want to encourage you guys to come out, support what uh, Beatrice and Kim are doing and uh, be a part of the bike movement here in Northwest Arkansas. It's, I think it's, um, it's not only is it good for you physically, but I think it's also good for you mentally just to get out there and exercise. So uh, thank you ladies so much for coming on the podcast and being on this special episode. We hope that uh, the event is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Randy. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here and doing what you do. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, there you have it, folks. A special episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm not going to belabor you with a bunch of stuff. I'm going to put some information in the show notes, put a cool picture up of the mural where you guys are going to be meeting across from because I love that Rosa Parks mural in Rogers. But I really want to encourage you to come out. So if you're listening to this before three o'clock on Sunday, jump on your bike throw your 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 skinny shorts on and get out there and come bike with us uh for a couple of hours uh it's for a good cause and i think you will uh you'll benefit from it so that's all i have i will see you with a new episode next week peace we hope you enjoyed this episode of i am northwest arkansas Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.